Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. I have a new camera. I'm in front of a white wall. We're going to have a whole setup in this new apartment, but it's already looking, it's looking brighter. It's looking better, better quality. So I'm excited about that. Um, but I think we're going to like lime wash this wall. We're going to make it all look a lot better, but it's already better than downstairs. So I'm super excited. And we have some in-person podcasts coming up. So I'm really excited about the future of dad to self care. (laughs) She's on one today. Um, yeah. So what's new? I went viral the last week on TikTok because of my naked neighbor. It's been a wild week, guys. I moved. I went viral. I went to Colorado. I came back. I filmed a YouTube video. I worked at Rumble and I filmed a podcast all today. So I am running on fumes, people. Let's take a minute for what's in and out of alignment. We're starting with out of alignment. Moving is a full-time job, okay? I am feeling so overwhelmed with having a full-time job, this podcast, my YouTube channel, my new TikTok following, I guess. Um, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed with it all, and I think it's because the move is another full-time job in itself. And yeah, so all of it together is just feeling a little overwhelming. And today I had Today's a Saturday and I kind of had a day that I used to have on a regular weekday where I woke up, I worked at Rumble. After Rumble, I filmed a YouTube video with my videographer trying out Face Gym. From there, I recorded a podcast and it just feels like a regular old Wednesday that I used to have. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of miss it. Like I'm trying to think of it in a different way of like, okay, how cool that I still get to have that life on the weekends. And I think it's just all a little overwhelming right now with the move too, but I don't know. I think I've been away. It was moving. It's been like a weird couple of weeks and it feels good just to feel like myself again today. Went to rumble, filmed all the things. So that's what's in alignment is I had the good old Jen day today, girl on the go instead of girl at the desk, which has been her daily life recently. And it felt really good. I think it's nice to check in, take inventory and these days feel best for me. I think you can kind of hear I'm like, buzzing right now. So it's always good to take stock on that. Um, Sorry, I kind of just combined my in and out of alignment real quick for you. I used to be so much more prepared for my interviews and for my intros. I would write out this whole thing of what was in alignment and out of alignment. And it kind of felt good like a journal entry. I should probably get into that because I'm realizing since I didn't plan it this time, it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. This has been really scatterbrained. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think in alignment, just to summarize was I'm taking inventory and I had a really good Jen filming day today. Out of alignment, the move on top of all my jobs has been super overwhelming. Let's breathe in what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. <sighs> Just to like summarize the whole viral TikTok thing, go to my TikTok and there's a playlist called Naked Neighbor Saga or go to my YouTube video I just posted. I did a whole story time in that vlog. You'll see like it's in the name and the thumbnail. 
So I'm not going to get into every single detail, but let me just say on here something that's actually really been out of alignment for me if I took more than half a second to fucking think about it was aside from the overwhelm of the job and the move, honestly, I think, and I could do a whole separate episode on this, but I just think that it's kind of like everyone's little dream, whether you admit it or not, or I mean, not everyone's, but anyone who posts on TikTok would love to have overnight virality, right? And I thought I would too. And I think it would happen differently if the podcast blew up or the YouTube channel blew up because anyone who's going to follow that is going to be more engaged and whatnot. But on TikTok, I just feel like I've attracted a weird ass audience. Like it's all men and randos and like they're never going to engage with my content ever again. And although the numbers are great and it's cool to feel like a legit influencer now with 19,000 followers, who knows, maybe 20,000 by the time you're listening to this. It's very cool. It makes me feel legit. It makes me feel like I can actually make money from brand deals. One million percent. My why and what I love about social media and why I want, you know, a quote unquote following is a community. It's been in my messaging. I always say, welcome back to our community. I never want it to feel like this is my platform and you're listening in. I want to relate with you guys. I want to be friends with you. If you came to my Pilates class the other week, you know, like I'm genuinely just trying to make friends. It's not like this is my platform and I want everyone beneath me. Like I don't really care in that way. So yes, although it's cool, like I quote unquote blew up on TikTok, I'm feeling actually lonelier than ever on there because I feel as like a lack of connection that I was craving when I hit a certain number. So like on YouTube, when I do hit over 10K, I want to feel connected to those 10K people instead of, oh, yay, like I posted a YouTube short about hot chocolate and it went viral, you know? Anyway, that's why I love this podcast. I feel like if I'm in your ears and you chose to download this, we have an actual connection. You know who I am. We're friends. It's not some stupid viral TikTok. So anyway, that's how I'm feeling. So I'm going back to like regularly scheduled content on my on my TikTok. You know, whoever wants to unfollow or be engaged or not engaged, feel free. But this is why I post and this is what I'm going to post and I'm not going to start becoming like a naked neighbor account. So anyway, let's talk about this week's episode. We have Ali Schwebel. Hope I'm pronouncing her last name right on the podcast. She is CEO at Vibrant Body Company, and she's also the managing director at Beauty Counter, which is a clean beauty company. They sent me their intimates from Vibrant Body Company. Essentially, the idea of it is like we have non-toxic this, clean this, clean that, but like our base layer that touches our skin isn't clean. So Vibrant Body Company came out with clean intimates, and they sent me some before the recording, and I'm not kidding, guys. Freaking delicious. Like, it is is like butter on my skin. I kind of, I live in the tank top. I ordered, I have their underwear and I'm more of a thong girl. So I need to get some thongs. It's like my period underwear now, like so buttery soft. I'm obsessed. So I'm a vibrant body company girly now. And really in this podcast, I wanted to dive into all things non-toxic. She works for clean intimates and clean beauty, and she's really high up at both. And I just wanted to say, like, what even is this? What is this non-toxic trend? What does clean really mean? What can we actually look for? If something says all natural on the packaging at Whole Foods, is that safe? What apps can we use to make it easier for ourselves? Because we're obviously not, first of all, like, it's really expensive to, you know, throw out everything out that you own and, and buy new clean products. So why should we 
be, be caring about buying the more expensive clean product? Where can we start? What are the products that are most important to start with? And these are just like all the burning questions I've had about the clean beauty and clean intimates and clean, non-toxic everything industry. And I really just got into the nitty gritty of that with her. And I just really want to make sure that with every podcast episode, we're beating around the fluff and actually diving into like some tangible tips in every single episode. That's what I want. I want no matter the topic for you guys to have a takeaway to run with and a tangible one, like something you can actually do, actually learn and none of the fluff anymore. Like it all starts with fluff, but I'm going to, I'm committed to diving into the why and the how of all the fluff that comes on the podcast um, in terms of topics. So I loved this one. I felt like we got so nitty gritty into the clean beauty industry and also into wellness in general. If you're a wellness junkie, she seems like Allie is like who I want to be as a mom. She has such a wellness routine. She's so cool. And I was just like, tell me all the products. And I love that she's kind of like, she's like, if everyone's using this product, I'm going to dive deeper and find a better one. And then she told us all the better ones. So I absolutely loved it. I geeked out. If you're a product junkie, get ready, get your wallet out. (laughs) I have a referral code for you guys for Vibrant Company and or Beauty Counter. I'm going to ask Allie and put it in the show notes. So I will have that in the show notes for you. So if you are curious about these intimates. I'm going to have some sort of code for you down in the description. I just have to go follow up with her when I hang up here and get that code. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into the episode with Allie. Hi, Allie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to chat with you because I've been starting my own like not full non-toxic journey, but trying to make the swaps where appropriate. And I just have to say your team sent me over some of your intimates and they are the comfiest things I've ever felt in my life. I've been sleeping in them. I love to hear that. I do think what's incredible, and when I, you know, I've been with Vibrant just over, well, it was a year in September, I can't even do that math anymore. Um, I think what's really amazing is that we always are torn between talking about how we have a clean product and how we have a comfortable product. Because in the intimates industry, women don't generally think of bras as being comfortable unless they're an underwire or some sort of um, unstructured bra. But in a structured bra, no one ever thinks, oh, my bra is so comfortable. Like I'm getting that lift support separation. I look amazing and it feels great. Nobody thinks that. And so we truly have a bra that is, it's constructed without a wire. And that actually like, you really don't feel like you have it on. Like you can wear it all day long. No, I wasn't expecting. I just assumed, to be honest, if it was clean, it would like feel like cardboard. I have no idea why. <laughs> I'm just like, there's no way it'll actually be comfortable. And I've been sleeping in the tank top. I wear the underwear all the time. And I'm like a thong girl through and through. But I got your underwear and I'm like, I need to be wearing these every single day. <laughs> so I was. We do have thongs. We're just working on some sizing. Um, we're sold out of sizing right now. So we can get you thongs eventually because I do. A lot of people who wear the thong, they're like, this is the most comfortable thong. And I do think it is a misnomer, similar to in Clean Beauty. When Clean Beauty started, everyone had this idea of, well, if it was clean, it's going to be like a weird texture. It's going to smell bad. It's going to be hippie granola. It's not like what I want. And I think 
we have evolved a long way um, from in clean beauty and in you know intimate apparel. So we're clean because we have a third party certification with Okatex. So there's thousands of fabrics out there that are Okatex certified, which means they've been tested for harmful levels of chemicals. And it goes beyond just a basic cotton or like a hemp or something like that. Like you can have silk blends, you can have all these things that have been tested for human health and safety. And so you can have a luxurious product that is a really high end product that can be, you know, more than you expect it to be. Yeah. Can we talk about beauty? Cause I know you came from the beauty space. So just taking it back, what was the first moment in your life or what happened where you were like, what the hell are we putting on our faces? I want to get invested in clean beauty. Like, do you remember? Yes. You know, Okay. Amazing. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so I, um, I'm still in clean beauty. So I still work with beauty counter and it's been, I think it'll be nine years in August. And it was when, so my son was, my kids were two and four and I was doing all I could. I was staying home with them. I was making organic baby food. I was, you know, buying the products off the shelf that I thought were better for them because I thought, okay, they're on the shelf and they're organic. So they're obviously going to be good. And then beauty counter came along with this education about the lack of regulation in that industry that still exists. There hasn't been any major federal regulation updates in over 80 years. The things on the shelf aren't tested for human health and safety. It's on the companies to provide products that are safe. The FDA can't even recall products that have known health, um, negative health effects in that. And so it's really interesting because in the food industry, you know, we've heard Whenever there's an E. coli outbreak or whatever, the FDA can force a recall of a product, but in um, personal care products, they can't do the same thing. The company has to decide. So learning about that right at that time when my kids were little, when I thought I was doing better and I was doing all this research trying to do better and come to find out like it was really, really hard to find clean products because there was no regulation. So Beauty Counter walked into my life saying, hey, we're testing all these ingredients. We have you know, over, I think at the time it was like 1200 ingredients we're not using. We're doing ingredient screening. We're going to advocate for more health protective laws. And I tried the products and at that time they didn't have kids products. I don't think, I think it was just skincare for adults, but that got me thinking, okay, I have to be a lot more, unfortunately, I have to be a lot more, um, advocating for myself as a consumer than I thought I was. And so that was the beginning of the journey. And that was kind of like, and it, it can be overwhelming. Like you said, you're on this clean journey. It can be overwhelming because there's so many facets of our life that that can encompass. You know, it can be personal care products. It can be cleaning products. It can now be textiles. So it's, it can be overwhelming, but I always tell women, like, just start with the products you're using the most. So like, if you're using, you know, if you're using a body wash every single day, or you're using a mascara every single day, or using a body lotion, particularly things that are going to stay on your body a long time. Just when those products run out, just swap to a safer one. And so you can kind of do it one at a time. Not all of us can afford to just throw everything away and start fresh. So that's really the easiest way. And it's less overwhelming when you think about it that way. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Like I ran out of toothpaste and then when I'm out, I do the research on a toothpaste, but... 
part of what's so overwhelming, and you're talking about like how the FDA can't recall certain products and whatnot, is is false marketing still allowed? Because yeah. it would be so much easier if you could just see, you know, on a packaging like, oh, this is clean, this is non-toxic. But I feel like half the time it's not true. Greenwashing is still huge. And in fact, um, the there was some legislation for sure in California, I think, but it's coming up where they're going to require some more uh, they're going to put a lot of more uh, requirements around the language and maybe like it, the word organic means something in food, but it really doesn't mean anything um, legislatively in personal care products. So they are starting to come to this industry and they want to help clean it, clear that up because it is very confusing. You know, a lot of products will have the word organic in the name, but if you look at the back, the products are organic. You know, a lot of products say they're clean and there's a lot of different standards out there, which is what makes it really confusing. And so I can see how for the consumer, I mean, clean washing or green washing or sustainability washing, even it's become this marketing language. And so it is on the consumer to ask the questions of the brand. Like I always go to a brand's website and I go to their about page and I see how clearly that or not, they define what they're doing. And if it's not clear enough, I send them questions and ask them questions about their certifications or what is actually in this, because it is, it has become something that just helps to sell products to put those words on your marketing. So for the everyday consumer who might not even know what questions to ask, because I'm thinking about like, okay, we'll keep using the toothpaste example. I run out of toothpaste. I Google best clean toothpaste, you know, like it's very... And I get like the roundup lists and whatnot, but what can we actually look for when taking that first step, making that first swap? What are some ingredients or things we can look out for? So what I've always done, and I think this was because it was encouraged at Beauty Counter, the Environmental Working Group is a nonprofit that is working to help um, clear up this kind of confusion in the food and in the personal care industry. And they have an app called the Healthy Living app that you can download on your phone. And you can actually scan barcodes. So you can go to Walgreens and you can scan barcodes and it'll give you ratings from zero to 10 about levels of toxicity. Now, some of it you do have to take with a grain of salt, but in general, like that is what I use as my go-to. And then beyond that, I try to make sure I'm either, you know, I think that Gwyneth Paltrow is doing an amazing job at Goop. Anything they have on their website, I would buy. Granted, some of it's higher price point. I think you can find people whom you trust and then go on, off of some of their, some of their recommendations. Um, there are some ingredients that, you know, parabens are something you want to stay away from. There's, if you go to actually, this is kind of my cheat sheet too. If you go to Beauty Counter's website, they have a never list and they have a section that just kind of has the top, I don't even know, 15 to 20 offenders. And it does require though, you know, looking at a little bit, your products a little deeper, really looking at those ingredient listings on the back and trying to search. But that's why I like the environmental environmental working group app, because it kind of just, if you don't want to do all that, you can just rely on that because there are some products that are clean at Walgreens, but you have to know which ones and you only can know if you kind of scan them or look at them. Right. Someone I've been loving to follow for this is Gracie Norton. She's on TikTok and her whole vibe is about finding hormone friendly products so, and I want to dive into like the difference between all the, you know, different toxins and whatnot, but I, she has been using this app called the Yuka app. And it tells you like, if your app, if your um product, when you scan it, like you said, has like hormone, you know, disru or disruptor. disruptors. 
So is that different from the healthy living app? Like what are the, is a hormone disruptor different than the other toxins we're looking for? No. So I just heard about that app the other day and I haven't even looked at it. So I can't really speak to it, but it just came up in another group I'm in and I haven't looked at it yet. No. So, well, I guess in my mind, um, unfortunately, yes, there are categories, I guess. I mean, you could kind of break it down that way, but Endocrine disruption and hormone disruption is a part of at least beauty counters never list because those are things, especially with breast cancer happening more frequently these days, those are things you don't want to put on your body specifically if you're a woman. So it's not necessarily different. I mean, what's interesting is that, you know, formaldehydes can be in products. um, The parabens can be in products. There's, you know, BPA could be in products. Like you, so you have to kind of pick your battles at some point. But a true clean brand is going to be looking to not to not put be putting any of that in their ingredient ingredient list. Right. Are there any brands in the and we'll I want to get into the intimates too and your yeah. brand, but when as we're talking about beauty, are there any brands like you mentioned, you know, Goop is always posting great <laughs> products. Are there any other brands that you're like, I would trust this company, like Ilya or something like that? So I am not well-versed in a ton of other beauty brands because I kind of stick to my lane, but I know that Sephora has a clean beauty collective of products. I know that Drunk Elephant's a great company. I've heard great things about Ilya. So there's definitely a lot of other companies doing great work out there in that space. And I think that if you could go to their website, go look at Sephora. I think that's a reputable brand. They're really trying to expand their clean beauty that you can get some ideas of some brands to check out. Okay. So you mentioned, you know, how breast cancer could be a cause or a result of, you know, consuming too many endocrine disruptors, for example, but what are other, if someone's like, okay, keep hearing about clean beauty, non-toxic this, non-toxic that, like, what does it mean? What are, what does using these like quote unquote unclean products and not worrying about any of this, what is that going to do to me? Like, what are, what are some reasons we should be on our clean non-toxic journey? People are getting sicker these days. I think you can't deny that. And and all of it can't be tied back to genetics. I mean, only a small percentage of women who develop breast cancer, it's genetic. And, and there are studies that have proven that there's environmental factors that are impacting us. And if that's something that concerns you, then being able to, we can't control everything, obviously. We can't control the, you know, the air we're breathing and, and all the time. But we can control some things. So if you're someone who wants to control those things, if you're someone who thinks, you know, I want to give my body the best chance, you know, we're having, women are struggling with infertility in a way they never have before, you know? So if you're someone who hasn't had a baby yet, like, I wish I knew this before I had children. Thankfully, I didn't have any infertility issues, but if I could have put my body in a better place for when I had children, I would have been so happy. So for younger women who are, haven't gone on that journey yet, you know, just thinking of your body. I mean, this is the only body that we have. And if you want to care for it and you want it to grow with you and you want to take care of it, then why wouldn't you choose to put safer products on? Because it's not necessarily like that one time you use a product. It's about that toxic load that can build up over time. There have been studies that showed these girls, uh, it was a study on teenage girls in California and they put nail polish on and they did urine tests to see how fast the chemicals in that nail polish got into their bloodstream. And it was right away. But then when they stopped using that, their levels went down. So the good news is if you, even if you have a toxic load right now, you can deplete it by instead using safer products. So the, the answer really is, is if you believe that the people are getting sicker and that you, you know, want to love and cherish your body, then why wouldn't you just not use chemicals 
Like why, why would you want flame retardants in something that you're putting on your body? Why would you want formaldehydes and, and, and things like that? Why would you want to take the chance that there might be heavy metals in your color cosmetics? So that's kind of, it's, it's more like you don't want to know what's going to happen if you don't do it. So why wouldn't you just take care of yourself ahead of time? Right. That's also incredible news that like we can clear and cleanse our systems out of these, from these toxins. And that's honestly really motivating to make those changes. Cause it's not like, well, I already ruined my body. Let's keep going. Right. So, you know, no. I feel like a lot of people have that mentality. Right. No, it's, it is, it's, it's reassuring because it can be, like I said, it can be overwhelming if you're all of a sudden on this journey and you're thinking everything I'm putting on my body and wearing is awful. No, you know, and there is time to turn it around. Toxic load is a thing, but it's something that we can help. And there are actually tests you can do. Um, there's a woman who I worked with at Beauty Counter, who's now the chief impact officer at Ritual. And she actually did this test and she was surprised to see what her results was were because she thought she was leading a pretty clean lifestyle and there were still some spikes in there. So you can do testing too, to kind of check these levels to see where your body is out. Yeah. So then, okay. When it comes to apparel, see, it makes sense to me. Like we're using soaps and toothpaste that are in our mouths and nail polish, like all of that makes a ton of sense to me. Like our face wash is seeping into our pores. When did you realize this is effect, like our apparel affects us as well? So the founder of, of Vibrant, you know, I, I had been in beauty, clean beauty for almost at that time, probably seven or eight years. And I had literally never thought once about the textiles and apparels I was putting on. Right. I just assumed again, sadly, that if it's for sale, it must've been tested for safety or why would something, why would there be chemicals? I mean, just, I was naive. And when Vibrant was brought to me and I really thought about, you know, a woman's two most porous areas. Um, what you're wearing for, as far as your bra and your underwear. And you think about off-gassing. So off-gassing is like when you are in a hot car and you, or you open the door of a hot car and it has that car smell or you unwrap a new plastic shower curtain and that smell, that smell that comes out of things is the off-gassing of chemicals. And so if you think about if you're wearing a bra and underwear that are potentially have flame retardants or some kind of chemicals in them, and all it takes is heat and moisture to off-gas. And we know that where you're wearing a bra and underwear can get very warm and there can be like wetness and stuff there. So you think about that and you're like, okay, well, why would I want to have, you know, if I, especially I think about it too, like if I'm nursing, I'm nursing my child and then I'm going to put a bra on that potentially has like toxic chemicals or dyes in there. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So it was something that opened my eyes at the time, like to think about, you know, you can't, it, it could be very difficult to find jeans, sweaters, all these things that are totally clean because I don't know where they're all there yet, but you can start with the stuff that's closest to your body. And there are Delta flight attendants who are going through a lawsuit right now with the company that provided their uniforms because of the deep dyes in those uniforms have created, these women have had rashes and um, all kinds of irritation from, because they're up in the air, they're wow. hot, they've got all these layers on. So, I mean, we know that what is on our skin, not just from a product standpoint, but a textile standpoint can irritate. So if you think about like, if you've ever used a detergent that didn't work well with your skin, like irritation can happen, even if it's not, you know, it, from like a lotion level or a product level. Right. So then, okay. Why are companies using these toxins? Is it because it's cheaper? Is it harder to find? Because when I tried on your clothing, it's just so comfortable that I don't understand why not everyone would make their clothing this way. 
I think it's a lot of things. I think, you know, the EU has a lot more regulation in the textile industry than we do, same as in beauty. Um, I think people are looking to make cheaper products. I, you know, it's not required by law. So why would I pay extra money? I think it has to be in the purpose of the company for them to really think about it. And I do think like me, they, maybe they haven't thought about it. They're just creating the same products right. they've created forever and they've sold forever and people buy them. And so it's not something that's top of mind, but I do believe there's been a lot of press lately about um, toxins and, you know, there was an article about toxins or BPA in sports bras by top brands like Athleta and Nike. That was a big moment for us because that was kind of front and center. Like these are people who are putting products out there who have toxic chemicals. There's been, you know, the thinks lawsuit that just got settled with having PFAS. So there's, there's a lot of conversation about this now. So I think if companies aren't paying attention, they will be soon because consumers are becoming aware of this. Totally. So then are there like, and you could just say, you know what, whatever, whatever you run out of first, but are there, let's say three products that you would say you should swap these out first? Like if you're starting your journey and you don't know where to start other than like what you run out of first, are there three things that you're like, these things are closest to you start here? From a, a personal care product standpoint? Yeah. So I think you have to think about what you use the most. For me, I put lotion on every single day, every single day. So I, it's so important that like for me, that my body lotion is going to be clean because I'm literally putting on every single day and it's absorbing into my body. So that for me is a really important one. Um, I also wash my face every single day. And so I think it's really important that my skincare is something that is going to be clean. And then the other one, so I would say the other one that is really important actually is deodorant. Um, I think a lot of women, when they're diagnosed with breast cancer, they are told to not start use their same deodorant because your lymph nodes for breast cancer, you have a lot of lymph nodes in here. And a lot of the non, well, a lot of the not clean deodorants on the market have a lot of crazy chemicals in them. And so you, if you can find a clean deodorant that works for you, and there are a lot of brands out there today who are creating clean um, deodorant brand or clean deodorants. I, I love the one from Beauty Counter, but there was also one type A that I loved. Um, I know that a lot of companies are creating them now. Switching out your deodorant. Most of us wear deodorant every single day. You're putting something on super close to your lymph nodes. That would be something that I would really look to switch. Okay. And then I was looking for a lotion the other day. So now I'm curious, what lotion are you using? So of course I use Beauty Counter lotion, but yeah. also there's a company called, I think it's called Everyone. And you can get it on Amazon. You can get it at Whole Foods. And I love it because they have like a big container of it and I, because I use it all the time. So I use their lotion and their hand soaps and it has a pump. I also love a pump for my lotion. So that's the one that I've been using, but you okay. can also use a body oil too. A body oil is fabulous as well. Oh, I love a body oil. I love I a face oil. I love. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I, all the things, especially in winter. Like I only did three yeah. of my face steps today because I had to be ready in time. Normally I have like a six step morning and I'm like doing my gua sha and all of that. But this morning I was like, we got to get going. Okay. I feel like you're such a wellness girl and I'm such a wellness junkie. Are there any other areas of your life, whether it's habits or just things you've implemented in your routine that have made you just feel better overall? I love this kind of conversation. I have to tell you, <laughs> this is what my girlfriends and I talk about all the time. Like, I think there's a period of your life where you have little kids and I don't, do you have children? No. Okay. So there's a period of your life when you have kids. Okay. So you're still, so what's amazing to me is that you're younger and you're on this journey now. When I was younger, it was not a conversation. It wasn't even think, something we thought about. 
And then you have kids and you don't have the ability to focus on yourself at all. You're just focusing on them. And now it seems like all my girlfriends were in this space where we have a little space to actually consider ourselves. And so we're all talking all the time about our, well, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So for me, um, I have to work out five days a week. That is my me time. That is, it is my, my time to myself. And so since the pandemic, I discovered Tracy Anderson method. Mm-hmm. And so I have been streaming her for almost three years and it is the best because they don't speak to you. You just listen to the music and you follow along. And it's like my hour of meditation. I just, I love it. And I do it Monday through Friday. And then I have my weekend to sleep in and relax. Um, and then I always start my, I'm very regimented. Um, Monday through Friday, if I'm home, I always have a green smoothie. So I always do, it's water, half um, a banana. I use, oh gosh, what I use bulletproof chocolate collagen protein and a scoop of peanut butter and a ton of spinach. And that is how I start my morning five days a week. And it's just, it's just the best way to, for me, like it just kind of gets me started. Like it's just, that for me is fabulous. So I always, I have to work out. I have to like have my um, green smoothies. I am also addicted to sport tea. I don't know you see me drinking it. Maybe um, it's a, it's a, it's a decaf blend of tea that just has a really great flavor because I don't drink any caffeine anymore. <sighs> it, it's That's really like the one thing I can't do is cut out caffeine. <laughs> I know, but when you do, so I ended up giving up caffeine because I was nursing my babies and okay. they couldn't they couldn't um, tolerate dairy. And I also wanted to be able to sleep on demand because whenever they've slept, I wanted to sleep. And so coffee is not enjoyable without, and this is again, back before almond milks and coconut milks and all this stuff, right? Coffee wasn't enjoyable without anything in it. And so I ended up drinking sport tea, which has a little bit of caffeine in it, but it has a great like energizing flavor. So those are kind of, I mean, I travel with it, which is to say how crazy I am now. That's a great tip for anyone who's coming off caffeine or isn't absolutely addicted to cold brew like me, or if I ever oh, yeah. come off, that's such a good tip. Yes. And what I have started integrating, I finally had an appointment with a functional medicine doctor and I would think I was probably drinking too much sport tea and not enough water. And so I'm integrating electrolytes now. So I'm trying to not just drink water. When I drink water, I'm trying to make sure I put in some sort of electrolytes. And personally, I really loved Cure, which they do sell on Goop, or they actually have a wellness section at CVS now that you can buy it at. Um, And then when I was at the Tracy Anderson studio in New York, she has a brand called Ultima, which is also really great. And they have a ton of flavors. And so those are the two that I've been kind of utilizing as of late, just to like, you can't get everything you need just from plain water. Like you need a little bit more. And so that's been something I've been working on for the past couple months. Yeah, I usually, I like the mineral drops from Saqqara and also I've been drinking Element for electrolytes. I have to scan both of these things now, but. Well, so the thing, Element, is that the L-M-N-T or whatever? Okay, so the one thing I found about that, and you'll have to double check me, is I do believe like the sugar, if you look at how much sugar is in that, like it's higher than the Cure, which is why I went with Cure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it is like... swapped 
it for liquid IV because it was less sugar than liquid IV. Oh, yes. Okay. Maybe. No, I could be wrong. Well, I could be wrong then. I no, definitely looked at liquid IV. Like liquid IV had more yeah. sugar for sure. But yes. maybe I didn't try. I'm also kind of this person. It's kind of weird. If everyone else is doing something, like I don't want to do it. Like <laughs> I am kind of like to be a rebel. So like a lot of my friends were drinking element and I'm like, there has to be something else too I could drink. Right. You know, like I just kind of like to be a little one off. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to have to try that one because I feel like you just dive a little deeper. So maybe it's a little cleaner. So now I'm excited to look it up. Also, I've still, for some reason, haven't tried Tracy Anderson. I love the class by Taryn Toomey. I've done one of those. So uh, I went to a retreat, but it was like a mass grouping. I did that too. Yeah. So they did it at one of our um, leadership events. They had a woman come in and teach it for a big group of people. And I did had no idea what to expect. And I was like, this is not what I expected, but it definitely like, it breaks you out of yourself. I mean, like you can't be too serious about yourself. You have to like, it it makes you let go a little bit, Um, but I only did it the one time. And then I was a total bar goer until um, COVID. And then my sister has always talked about Tracy Anderson, like, and because of COVID and I had to stay home, I thought I'll give it a try. And it's truly been her studios. I've gone to her studios a couple of times and it's so I can't seem to recover from the heat. Um, I don't know. I probably am not hydrating enough in the beginning, but I freaking love it. Like it is so good. And I think that also like, as I've evolved, like I did CrossFit and then I did boxing and then I did bar. Like I've been slowly on this less high intensity road as I get yeah. older. I don't want to, you know, I'm getting up at 6am. I don't have the energy to do a hit workout. Like I just don't do it well at least. And so yeah. for me, like to be able to do these flows with Tracy Anderson and not have to kill myself, but also like there's stretching happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, am a, I just love it so much. I love, I've been like such a Pilates girl now for the same reason, but I've been trying to cycle sync. So like I will do the hit workouts, but when I'm my most energetic of the month and then like, that's so smart. Yeah. So like, that's when I get that in because I do enjoy it. But when I was doing it all the time, like two years ago, I found myself more inflamed and more bloated and like more all of the things because of my stress hormone. So I think listening to your body and navigating cycle syncing has been like a life changing revelation for me. Oh my God. So I am so unaware of mine. I mean, obviously (laughs) I'm just starting to pay more attention now because I feel like I have the mental headspace, but because I use the app on your iPhone, the health app, just so I can even know when it's coming up. Because I, yeah, I I am so, I don't, I mean, I kind of know when I'm ovulating. I'm, it's kind of, but I'm like, so like, it just, it is amazing to me that we weren't taught more of that. You know, like it was just like, you're going to get your period and this is what you're going to use. There was no, there's no conversation about like, yes, like you have more energy at certain times of the month and at certain times of the month, you're going to feel like this. Like, it's just amazing to me. We have had to learn all of this on our own. Totally. And everything we've been taught is based on male research, which is mind boggling because our bodies are so entirely different. And now all these women are trying to intermittent fast and all the things that, you know, their boyfriends are doing, I'm guilty of it. And it just doesn't work for you. And you're like, God, what is wrong with me? So then when I learned the science behind our menstrual cycles, I I felt like I was given just permission and validation to just actually pay attention to my body and not compare myself to men that have like optimal energy every single day when ours flow and ebb and flow throughout the month. That's so that's the hard thing too. I did intermittent fasting during COVID and it totally whacked my cycle out. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. And then I finally read that certain ages, 
that you're not really supposed, women should not be doing intermittent fasting. It's at certain times in your life, it can work better for you. But that's the thing about jumping on bandwagons or like, you know, doing something because someone else is doing it and not really doing the research to see if it's something, especially if a man, you know, comparing yourself to a man, men are always going to drop weight like this. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just the way it happens. My husband and I do a clean January, every January, and we have for like the past 15 years. Wow. I basically say like a steady weight. (laughs) the whole time. Cause I'm really good at moderation in my daily life. He will drop five, 10, 15 pounds. Not that he even needs to lose it, but just because their bodies are different, yeah. their hormones are different. And so, and most women I know are the same. Their husbands can drop weight like crazy. And for us, it's just more challenging. Totally. And I, I hate intermittent fasting. Won't do it because it was I tried it for like a week. Cause my boyfriend was convinced it might help my stomach because it changed his life. And I was like, Nope, but I listened to a podcast recently and it was like, if you do want to intermittent fast as a woman, there's a way to do it again, according to your cycle, like according to your progesterone and estrogen levels and like when it will work best for you. And then other days of the month, like don't do it or do a shorter window. So you can look into that if anyone listening is interested. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. Like the fact that we're just learning in what, like we started hearing about this, like literally in 2022, that our bodies are different than men. Like, how is that just now coming out? I know it was interesting. I saw a post yesterday that I love from a girlfriend and it was saying something like, instead of saying, I didn't do anything today, say, I listened to my body or I gave, I meditated or I took a walk to help my anxiety level. Like we, we, I think we downplay, especially as a mother and a working mother, I think we downplay or And I think society has gotten really hyped up on being productive. And I've been Mm -hmm. caught up in that too. Like how many things can you get done in a day? Like that makes you a better person. And I've been really consciously trying to slow down and I do not feel guilty about it at all because, and I think sometimes you hit a certain time, like I'm 43. I feel like I finally am like unapologetically me. Like I was searching for a really long time and then you have kids and things are confusing. And now in my forties, like I... I'm loving my forties. It's amazing. Like I have no apologies for myself. Like I embrace the parts of myself that are totally me. I don't feel bad when I sit and read a book for three hours on the weekend. Like I have just really like sunk into myself. And I think that that's so important, especially with this society that tells us we should do more, go bigger add something in. And I've been having a lot of conversations with my friends lately who are my age, you know, your kids, all of a sudden you have a little space opens up because they're older and they're having their own social life. And society will tell you, you should fill that space that used to be there with something outside, add another job or, um, to be productive or do something else. And instead I'm like, no, 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 no. Take that space for yourself. Add in a yoga class. You know, take some time for meditation. We don't have to fill it with external things. You can fill it with yourself and taking care of yourself. And then you can show up for your kids or your loved ones more because you were able to take that time for yourself. Absolutely. I can tell if I have been on vacation and I haven't worked out, like I can tell that I need to work out, like that I need to get out some of that. Like that is just where I process everything. And you can't, I mean, you, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You just can't. And I think as women though, we are so often told, do more, do it all, take on another thing, or you can, or we think we can do it. We can add more, but whenever we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And I had never thought about it like that. I had just thought about it. If we're saying yes to something, it's just one more thing we're adding to our plate. But if we're saying yes to something, that means we're saying no to, you know, quality time with our spouse 
or quality time with our friends or quality time for ourselves. So being really conscious of what we say yes to can be a really great part of self-care too. A similar quote to that that I love is it's kind of actually the opposite is a no to something else is a yes to yourself. Oh, I love that. It's like the same message, but just a different word. Yeah, exactly. That's something I've been like trying to live by. It's like, stop feeling guilty for saying no to plans or saying no to this when like you're saying no because you need a night to yourself or you need X, Y, Z. Or saying no without having to explain. Like instead of saying like, no, I can't make it because it's been a really busy week and I have X, Y, Z and da, da, da. Just saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Like we don't have to explain ourselves. Yeah. So empowering to just be like, nope, sorry, maybe next time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I don't know why it's so hard to do, but it is. Totally. Because you never want to offend anyone and we're women and we're, uh, it's a whole thing. (laughs) It is a whole thing. Okay. Well, let's get into the ending segment. Fun facts and favorites. Um, What is your top self-care tip? I know we kind of spoke about them the entire episode, but I feel like yours is working out. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, for me, it's just, and, and I'm not saying that I wake up every morning and I'm like, yes, I get a workout today. I wake up most mornings really tired. And I'm yeah. like, Ugh, but I'm, but I know I'm doing this and I'm going to feel better afterwards. So for me, the self-care has got to be like regimented workouts at least five days a week. Me too. And honestly, once it's a habit, even if you're tired, you don't really think twice about it as much. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, it's not an option. I am getting out of this bed. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite book? Okay, so this is a really good question because I was just kind of introduced to this incredible book. So I read a lot of fiction. I don't read a lot of like nonfiction, but I was gifted the most incredible book by a friend recently. It's called The Gift of the Sea. It is from 1955. It was written by Charles Lindbergh's wife, who was the aviator. And it is just incredible. It's about women. So she writes about her struggle of being a mother and a wife and a friend. And what is crazy is that her writing in 1955 is absolutely as relevant in today's, like nothing has changed. And it's talks about how women, so she basically talks about, um, she talks about these three or four different seashells and how it relates to a woman and how women need solitude to, um, to refill their cups. And it, it is just, is such an amazing book. And I swear, if you talk to your mom about it, she's probably read it because most women I talk to have like, say they read it every month and they or every year and they have since they got it. So that is like a must buy book for any woman out there. And and it might be because if you haven't had children yet, it might be not as relevant to you. But like, if you've had a child, if you have children and a family, it is, it's gold. Okay. I'm saving it for when I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the wellness product you can't live without right now? Okay. So in this moment, it's actually my gua sha stone. Like I was watching gua sha on Instagram and seeing all these videos. And I was so like, I don't have time for that. And all of a sudden, finally, I'm like, I have space for that now. And I gifted myself a gua sha stone and I have this amazing face oil. And every morning I put this face oil on and I just, there's just something about it. It's just incredible. So for me, it's adding that gua sha step into my, my, cause it's not, and it doesn't take too long. It takes like three minutes. But for me, that has been like the best thing I added in. Yeah, I don't know why it's so intimidating to me. I do ice rolling and like I want to start washing, but it sounds so, I didn't realize it only takes three minutes and just it sounds, same with like people do a lymphatic drainage massage with their fingers. It probably takes a minute and it just like intimidates me. (laughs) I was intimidated by gua sha forever. And so I bought a wildling stone 
And if you follow their Instagram, it can be intimidating because there's all these gorgeous women doing these like things. And it's like, how do I do this? But they have yeah. a 21 day thing you can sign up for. And so for 21 days, they send you, and I didn't do all 21 days. I just have all the emails. So then I can just kind of pick and choose. But when you get the stone, I think, I think there was like, the basics. So there's like a jawline, a cheek line, and like this and this. So there's like four. You can obviously go longer if you want. I'm sticking with a basic right now. But when you feel ready, it is, it's just, it's just wonderful. And I, you just can see your skin like flush. So you just know something's happening. And I have an ice roller too, and I need to get it out more, but it's harder for me because it's in the freezer and this one's in my yeah. cupboard. And yeah, that's a great tip though. The emails. I'll definitely do that once I get into it. The skinny confidential ice roller. That's is the one the, I have. Yeah. That finally got me into ice rolling. I like never did it before, but it is the smoothest thing in the entire world and it stays cold for a while. And now I'm like, oh, addicted. it's amazing. It's funny. I have a 10 and 12 year olds. So my 12 year old is a son and my 10 year old is a daughter and she ice rolls and my son oh, will right. let me ice roll him in the morning. She's like, mommy, get your ice roller out. I'm like, oh. okay. And we let it thaw while we eat breakfast. And then we all just kind of like, she's like, mommy, only upward motions. I'm like, I know only upward motions. Oh my God, motions. that's so cute. <laughs> but I have a girlfriend who literally, she influences me on the daily and she ice rolls and she gouaches and she, I'm sure she'll influence me for more things, but that's, I bought that skinny credential because she had hers and she was using it all the time. It's incredible. It okay. Is. Well, I could talk about this stuff with you for hours. I, I love this conversation. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and all things Vibrant Co? Yeah. So you can find me um, at Allie Schwabel on Instagram. And then at, you can find Vibrant Body at Vibrant Body Company on Instagram or VibrantBodyCompany.com. Uh, we do offer 15% off for your first purchase. And what's really cool too at Vibrant is because I came from um, the multi-level marketing world, I thought it was really important, particularly when you're talking about bras, because who isn't going to tell their best friend about a bra they found that was amazing? We have an advocate program where you can enroll and get a link. And basically you refer with friends and you get commission and you get discounts. And it's a really wonderful program just to help spread the word about Vibrant. Because I think you know, someone who'd been in the industry for almost eight years had never thought about what might be lurking in your bra and underwear. Most women out there haven't thought about it either. And I have found that most women are so grateful to have that knowledge and to actually be able to give them a resource to go to. And I will say what I think is amazing is like what we talked about before, no one loves their bra. If you've asked someone, do you have a bra you love? And everyone hates their bras, particularly yeah. if they're an underwire structured bra. Of course, everyone loves a bralette because like it's always comfortable. Yeah. But most women hate their bras. And we truly have a bra that is more comfortable than what women are wearing and it's clean. And so I think that the fact that we can offer a solution that's even better than what they're wearing now is incredible. And you can do an online fitting with us. We have free virtual fittings with our master bra designer, which is fabulous. She's amazing. So there's a lot of ways that you can um, reach out and get a little bit of help if you haven't been sized in a while. Because most women, let's be honest, have been wearing the same size or the same bra for way too long. No, I'm truly addicted. It is so comfortable. And to know that it's also good for my body it just makes me feel so much better about wearing them all the time. So I'm obsessed. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I couldn't love girl talk more, particularly in this whole realm of wellness. Like I could talk about this for ages. So thank you so much. Of course. Same. That's why I made a podcast because I could just <laughs> talk about this for hours. <laughs> and women need to know. Yes. Thank you. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care. 